Oh, and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson. We're at Conduit Coffee. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Jesse. Happy day. Uh, yes, indeed. We have a... Oh, that is actually good. Mm-hmm. It's a good cup of coffee. Yeah, it is. This uh, this French press here uh, that you have... We, we have put through the Warsaw Method, which is the Warsaw, the method. Warsaw method. Yes. Yep. This is something that we've brought up a number of times in past episodes. And... Um, uh, we never really fully kind of, we never done a full episode on it. No, we didn't do a very good job describing it. We kind of just got giggly and yeah. not sure if it actually conveyed it. No. Um, well, but in the last, whatever that was, a year and a half since we'd first kind of dabbled in this concept yeah. of, a, of a, a method of brewing, a method of mm-hmm. yeah, the, adjusting the base a brew. Men, yeah, the base, base method is with the French press. And we have done, I think we did an episode. Well, before we get into it. Sure. This sure. has been a controversial, controversial in my air quotes on your on your YouTube video as oh, far yeah, as like yeah. a lot of traction and people kind of debating parts of this. And I think that there's some aspects of mm-hmm. what we're going to get into that apply to a lot of coffee and a lot of sort of I don't know, yeah. I, I can, jovial debates between baristas and stuff like that. So we're going to touch on some of those things for but, sure. And I can know. I can sort of touch on the the originations of this. So the the original video that's the most controversial video I've ever made. That makes it sound far more interesting than it actually right. is. Uh, was uh, a method during the French press where you scoop off the top layer. Right, and rather than plunge it first. Correct. And I came to this because I was trying to recreate the uh, as close to the tasting experience as cupping as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the process of doing this, I discovered that uh, there are a couple other notable people before who had also come up with this method, right. which is unsurprising. It's not a giant leap to take your cupping process that you do every day and apply it to the closest brewing process that you can, which is the French press. Right. Um, because you're breaking that crust, you get that crust that forms yeah. on there. It's just a different take on it. And I think there's some important parts of it as far as mm-hmm. what we're removing from it, but also the differences in the French press in that final final stage. Right. Uh, and, and a couple of the other people who have done stuff on this, Tim Wendelbow, um, uh, he's the first person I, I, I read who was talking about it. But, With um, the French press? Yes, the French press. He's he's that old. Did you I, know that? I didn't realize Tim Wendelbo <laughs> would touch a French press. Unless um, he invented the polished it. French press. Oh, the polished French yes. press. Which uh, I mean, knowing so polished is the the old school term for this. Well, the polished is a term that I ran across someone else. I can't even remember who I saw right. talking about. So this. we're and taking it, it's, that it's and we're good, turning it into yeah. a better name. That's a little bit. Yes, and that, the name we memorable. came up with is entirely out of the joke of you constantly saying Polish. It's all your fault. Yes, because when we did it the first time, instead of writing polished, we wrote polish. Yeah. Polish your French press. Yeah, which quickly turned into Polish. Right. Polish joke and then the Warsaw method. I mean, the Warsaw method sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so the, the basics of it, and we're having a French press of this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Costa Rica Sonora. By the time this mm-hmm. episode is out, it will be up on our website. It's very delicious nice. coffee for the holidays. Find that in the, the links on the, on the show mm-hmm. notes, coffeeleversradio.com. Check it out. So you brewed this as a French press, like yep. you would any other French press. Yep. Uh, in fact, it's, it was done in just a basic old French press, not not nothing fancy. Nope, same ratios, everything. Yeah. yeah. Not in not an espro, not like any other kind of multi-filtered blah blah blah. Just a French press, just uh, classic seventeen old to bottom. one. Yep. Um, and brewed for four minutes. Yep. And at the four-minute mark, uh, we stirred, 
uh, so that the majority of the grounds at the top could fall to the bottom. Like a cupping bowl, you break the crust, get your face in there. You'll see on our nice little Instagram story. Yep. That's a that's a fun process, too. A little something to add to your ritual, just smelling that, I think, is, is a fun experience. Uh, and then you scoop the top layer off the French press, which is mostly foam. Right. Uh, which A crema sort of... Yeah, but that's a whole nother... We'll get into that. In right. <laughs> uh, and then you press like normal. So that's it. You're adding this extra step of scooping the top layer off right. the French press. And the argument is that all that you're scooping off is bitterness. And it results in a cleaner, uh, more more flavor-clarified, I would say, right. French press, and a bit sweeter, I think. I agree. And I think that there's another part of that that is sort of overlooked, and I'm, I'd like to maybe experiment with this, with this more, but... Um, also, when you're pressing it, you're not, you don't, after you sink the, the ground, you're not pushing all the brew through that coffee again and another. Like, that's pretty vigorous wow. agitation through more coffee. Mm. And so by sinking those and gently removing all that bitterness and then just kind of using the, the plunge is more of just the filter, yeah. not as arresting the brew or anything like that. So it, right. it, to me, it's a little bit softer of a brew. Like, it just kind of is a little mm. kinder to the coffee. And I feel like we can taste that mm-hmm. in the cup. And uh, it, it, we talked about it being controversial. Most of the hate is around people who who think that you're removing the most magical part of a French press or removing like the oils, which is the reason you do a French press or right. anything like that. Um, like there are some oils that you end up scooping off. It's true, but uh, it's an immersion brew. The whole brew is is filled with with oils. You're not really removing. And different much. coffees have different amounts of oil. That's so. true. But that's part of it, right? Because that's that bitterness. And so if you're drinking French press because you want that kind of heavy body and bitterness, then you probably don't necessarily want to polish it, you know, because that's... Right. I, I like, I, you know, that I do like the name polished. I, I wish I could remember who coined that because it is kind of, it, it's pretty, it's pretty descriptive. But I do like our, I do like our Warsawing. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Warsaw. Exactly. Uh, and Seesaw and the Warsaw. Yeah. So we're going to try to go with that. Um, <laughs> we're trying pretty hard. We are trying. We're, just, <laughs> we're making a whole episode on the Warsaw method. <laughs> I think I think we're we're hitting that. And there's going to be there's well. going to be a story, like a permanent story, on our, our Instagram feed called the Warsaw, uh, and we'll just randomly add to it for various reasons. <laughs> uh, so, a few weeks ago, John texted real John. About this. He says real John. Real John. Real John. Old hey, school. John. Uh, old school. Uh, Coffee lovers, radio fans will remember real John. Um, so he texted us and told us that at La Marzocco Cafe uh, at KEXP here in Seattle, uh, I can't remember who the roaster was there or is still there. Is it different now? Well, whatever. Point is that they he ordered a fr- an, a, an Americano, and they did that with the Americano. They scooped off the top layer right. of the Americano, the, the crema from the espresso. But I thought that was the best part about the espresso. We always want the cremas. So uh, two points here. First off, we're gonna we're gonna experiment with that in a moment. But I think we should talk about crema first before we get into that. Absolutely, because what are we scraping off? Right. Like, uh, well, it's not... and, and what is crema? Right. Because I think first off, crema in espresso is the the foamy layer on top of an espresso that is primarily CO two trapped in coffee oils. And some like particulate matter, I think, you know, you get some coffee grounds stuck in there as well. Right. And that's created primarily as a result of pressure and the freshness of the coffee can affect that yep. as well. Um, there are a lot of people who believe that that is the best part of the espresso. There are. Yes. And a lot of it, I've, we don't know much about coffee as consumers. We haven't quite figured out a lot of this stuff. So I feel like, I mean, crema is, an, it, it, like you said, it identifies the freshness. 
identifies the quality of the brew when you look at it. It lets you know that it's been made with high pressure. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a good espresso. Though. Well, no, but I mean, as far as like fresh coffee yeah. and the freshness of it, like it's been brewed pretty well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you're right. I mean, the roast and all that still has to do with it. But um, I mean, so it's been a mark, especially in traditional Italian culture of that. You want that crema. You want that rich crema. Yeah. We hear about that with the Robusta species of coffee that you really want that that heavy body and that heavy crema that come out on top. Do you think it's the best part of the shot of espresso? I, I, th- I think all it is is an indicator of how the coffee was made as well as the freshness. That's all it is. Right. Um, I, I know that there are definitely, there are examples when enjoying coffee where the, the crema is very clearly just bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, uh, one of my favorite everyday examples is if you compare a old school style um, cappuccino where they they ladle the foam right. on top versus like a new specialty cappuccino where the crema is kind of floating in with the milk. Right. Like the first sip of the newer cappuccino has this like bitterness to There's, it. So that's a funny debate out there is yeah. does latte art make less good coffee versus a regular mm-hmm. just pour like that? Because the idea with latte art is actually it's that crema mostly in a lot of ways that you're actually pushing to the outside and using to make yeah. the designs. And so that's what you're tasting first. It's right. not mixed in with the milk. That's on the premise that you don't really want to be drinking the crema to begin with. Right. So, I mean, I just... So, that, that's in terms of espresso. We, we, we've we also talked in the past about uh, there was a there was a barista competitor who took his espresso and put it in a vacuum chamber. Right. Completely removed the crema. Ben from Canada. And it made the espresso so much sweeter. Right. But, I mean, there's also... It removes the crema, but it's also in the vacuum. So, it's pulling out a lot of that other... All the other gases and everything in there as well. That's and true. so, a lot of the crema is the CO2 and the nitrogen. So, that's why the fresher the coffee, the more crema you get. The yeah. more it kind of explodes out of the cup. Now, with the French press, do we call what that is on top of it crema? Because it's kind of... This, it is gases. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oil is the same no, thing. we don't because... Yeah. Crema is only for espresso, apparently. Right. right. <laughs> crema, the term, yeah. is, is... But it is essentially the same thing. Right. And I think French press is one of the unique brew methods that you'd have that debate on. You In a Chemex, yeah. you wouldn't have crema on top. No. Because it's going through the filter. The filter is yeah. doing well, that. Well, you, you do have the crema on top. It just stays on top. On the grounds, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, part of it also, metal filters, things like that. You know, if you're doing a pour-over with a metal filter or an aeropress yeah. or something like that. Well, I bet even in that case, it still stays on top right. because it's but, floating on the top and it sits on top of the ground. So, I don't think that... I don't think Anyways. that... Historically, crema has actually been the thing that we really want to drink. I think that's just a misconception. Yeah. Um, that's why we get our espresso served with demitasse spoons traditionally because you want to stir your espresso shot mm-hmm. and mix in that crema because you want the whole shot to come together. A lot of espresso gets separated out, and so over time, as it separates and things gas degas, like you want to. Well, isn't it isn't it, it true together? that if you so if you pull an espresso shot, going a little little tangenty here, but if you pull an espresso shot directly into your demitasse cup. It's going to land in there in layers because over time, as the espresso pulls, it's right. Like, as opposed to a French press, where it's, it's all sitting different. Together, it's different down. stuff, like every moment yep. as the water comes through. So that's getting to kind of what is crema and and yeah. what gets dissolved first. You know, so the reason why we have kind of brew times with our coffee, three and a half to five minutes with pour overs and whatnot, and then the espresso, uh, which is basically a pressure cooker, so you can get that. Amount yeah. of extraction in you know three and a half to four minutes or whatever in that thirty eight to forty second shot of espresso. And, um, so the things that get all fastest that are easiest, most water soluble, show up first, and those are often like the the salts and the acids, oh, yeah. the things that are kind of bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I don't know. I kind of want to show you this cool little experiment before we totally get into the Warzone method, but show you experiment with the espresso shots. Okay. Yeah. And let's on let's uh, crema, and it's a fun little training thing, and I think we should take some pictures of that. Okay. Um, it's a whole. It might open the door for a whole other episode, and this is kind of off the top of my head because I definitely haven't mentioned this to you. Sure, that's but totally fine. We well, may we, have done the experiment. We were planning. Already, we're like, planning on pulling some shots of espresso, yep. and we're gonna we're gonna Warsaw one of the espressos. Yep. We're gonna do americano, uh, a shot of espresso. Well, should we do two espressos and two Americanos, and then Warsaw one of each? Well, yeah. And we'll compare. Yes. And then we could also possibly taste some of the crema, because I've done that before, where I scoop the crema off the espresso. We'll save it. And then taste the yeah. crema, and it is nasty. <laughs> well, right, so that's the thing, right? You just summed up the whole point of why you Warsaw it. With that, it's like, it doesn't taste that good. Like, it looks really good. It is a quintessential part of the coffee. Did I but just, on its own. Did I just spoil the whole you show? Just, yeah, exactly. Okay, we're done. Cool. Let's go, go make some coffee. We'll yep. right okay, so what did you just do for All right, testing? guinea pig Joseph. So what I did was I had one little cup under there, and as soon as the espresso hit it, then I uh, let it run for 10 seconds, mm -hmm. and then switched out the cup, and so the second, so the, what you have in your hand now is the first 10 seconds of the brew. It's a very... Don't drink all of it. Actually, hold on Because we want to save it for the end, but... Yep. And then the second is the second 10 seconds, and the third is the third 10 seconds. I'm going to take some close-up pictures of this. Let me ask you real quick, though, before you sip that. Mm -hmm. Which one of these three cups do you think is going to be sweeter? The second one. The second one, okay. That's, it's actually like the... the I'm, I'm loving the surface of this first one. It looks it's like... beautiful. looks like Jupiter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he looks like a cat yawning, ah. if we can get that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite a strange Yes. To me, it's like seawater. Mm. Well, I could see that. Like the, the saltiness. They saltiness were talking, yeah, yeah. Now, now I taste yep. seawater. Yep. Oh. <laughs> a little seaweed. Oh, yeah, a little seaweed in there. Mm -hmm. That one's uh, that one's got some spice to it. Yep. It's interesting. A little uh, less body, though, for sure. Doesn't yep. quite have the mouthfeel. You definitely didn't do the, like, the gag reflex on that. Nope. <laughs> Important to let the listeners know. Okay. Yep. We're going to have so many great photos for yep. this episode. That's going to be in the extended show notes, so you want to go to coffeeloversradio.com, find the show, and then check out Patreon. Wow, that's very different. Right. That's like that's almost like a brewed, like just a concentrated brewed it's cup little, of coffee. a little bit sweeter, huh? Yeah, it is. So the third one's the sweetest. So yeah, what I, this, I should have guessed the third one would right? be because sweeter. I know, you've walked right into it. It's perfect. So the first one is basically the crema. This is the stuff get, that gets dissolved first. The second one's the middle of the brew. Mm-hmm. And the third one, then, is the stuff that gets dissolved less. So it doesn't look as appealing. But before we're done, you got to try this out, though. Okay. Combine them all. Yeah. Gotcha. And put it right back into it. All right. This is one of my favorite experiments in coffee. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now oh, it's wow. just a regular shot of espresso. Yeah. Right? And so it, that crema is a big part of it, but also, like, mm -hmm. look how salty and briny that really is right on top. So yeah. we can hear about that. Anyways. Let's make some more coffee and yeah. do some uh, warsawing and so see if we know now, now we're, Yes, now we're going to make espresso and warsaw the espresso. Single shot. Yeah. Or a dopium. Uh, and then, well, that's another subject matter all on its own. Okay, we're back. We've got some warsawed espressos here. Yep. And we're going to try them out. Yeah. You take the uh, briny one first. <laughs> briny one first. Mm -hmm. All right. Tastes like an espresso. Mm. And the Warsaw. Totally different. Yeah. That's remarkable. Try try this one again. Yeah, okay. So this is cool. So these are identical shots on the Mavam espresso machine. 
And, wow. Uh, yeah, it's like completely different. Completely different. I would say that as far as smoothness and sweetness goes, it's pretty clear that. Yeah, the 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 Warsaw the Warsaw method uh, definitely makes it smoother. Um, makes it just takes off that salty layer. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure that Matt makes it. I'm still I'm still torn on whether right. I want it that way. Can I give the the one with the crema still on it? Can I give it a stir? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See if that makes a difference for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. And then uh, we've got to try this with the americano one. Yeah. See, if it might be a little easier to scoop that. Yeah, that's true. Right, give it a nice stir. Yeah. Scooping. Uh, so that's another thing. I mean, we can just talk about this now since we're still tasting this. But uh, spending the time to scoop off the top of this. It's not really it. no. But that's the paradox in coffee, that it all is worth it, but not at all for customers. Less, less apparent uh, saltiness on the front. Mm -hmm. It's much more balanced, a little yeah, sweeter. Yeah, yeah. But that salt does add like a little bit of a little nice yeah. little tick onto the citrus that's in that coffee. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting component of the espresso. I'm not sure you'd necessarily want to remove it. But I, I think on the other I hand, I this one tastes too. Juicy. Yeah. It's good. I wouldn't sure. turn down either one of these shots as yeah. like an incorrect poll. Yeah, for sure. Or whatever. But um, clearly a difference, though. I yeah. mean, there's definitely like, especially with before the stir, like it, it was and yeah. and going from from my side, going from the Warsaw to the non Warsaw, it was instantly like salty. And yeah. Like I. So I think if you if you were, if it was like super easy to make the Warsaw espresso. Right. I think like if you could just snap your fingers and have it, right. then I think it would be totally So right. here's here's something proposed when it comes to baristas and doing this is that if you pull the, we pull these shots directly into these cups yeah. from the from the portafilter. So if we if we didn't do that, if we had poured them into another like our little serving our little yeah. What am I trying to say? Our little cups there and then poured those into the serving vessel, that's going to Keep crema, some of that crema on the inside of that other cup. Right, it'll be, it'll be like. But it's also going it. to mix it, like it's yeah, stirring it, like you stirred yeah. it. So that that certainly makes a makes the the argument clear that it at least needs to be stirred, or yeah, pull your shot into something other than what you're drinking in. Right. Uh, assuming we're talking just straight espresso. Right. Because if you're if you're doing a latte or an americano, it's going to get mixed up anyways. Okay. Let's make the Americano. Unless we're talking about that latte art and like the salty side. On the <laughs> That's right? true. Like the debate. Okay. I mean, this is just opening up the door for all like yeah. the subjective. Wait, so do we need to coffee. do we need to make a, a cappuccino with a Warsaw espresso? That sounds like hot work. Could you even like you 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 can't do you can't really do latte art without the crema, can you? Sure, you can. Okay. Uh oh. All right. All right. This episode we, just got a little bit longer. It did. We got to go get <laughs> right. some more stuff. We'll be back. All right, so we're back. Jesse made a whole lot of coffee. Jesse made a couple of americanos, one of which uh, he scooped the foam off the top. Yeah, we call it Warsaw. Uh, yes, you Warsawed one. I Warsawed it, and then uh, we also did a couple of cappuccinos. Yep, uh, and you Warsawed one of the espressos mm -hmm. before pouring. Yep. Uh, so we have two cappuccinos here. And pictures of this will all be in the extended show notes. Copy that with the most amazing, amazing latte art. That's right. Let me just say. Let me just put it out there. Is well, actually, and actually, the one that you didn't Warsaw looks pretty good latte art wise. I think. Right. I mean, you just want to jump to my opinion on that. It felt different to pour it. Like it felt like the milk did. Uh, that, when you like watching you pour the second one, the one that was Warsaw, it looked like you were 
making a cafe au lait. <laughs> it kind of it kind of felt that way. And it wasn't until the very end that the foam started coming up to the top. So I would say that the crema lifted the foam up a little bit just as far as just the basic physics of that. Like, mm. I feel like in just looking at it that there's a lot more definition because the crema yeah. has a lot more darker notes in it. So it just added more definition. Right. Um, but, and as well, you said, I clearly can just pour lattes better when there's crema. Fact. Yes, <laughs> They're fact. more symmetrical. <laughs> but what we're really caring about here is taste. So let's uh, right. let's get to it. Let's do, do the Americano. The, yeah, Americanos first. Here, you started with the, right. the I'll crema start before. With the mm-hmm. Not as hot as I was expecting. That's a nice change. It's been sitting around for a few minutes, but you know. All right. That's not a bad espresso, I have to say. And maybe maybe because you you already took some sips off this one. There's right. less less foam on the top of the right. not more sod one, but I can taste a bit of more saltiness in that one. A little bit, and and, and smoother in the other one. I'm not sure. This the second one, the Warsaw one, tastes almost a little bit more balanced, like kind of like the shot of espresso, but it had just. I wouldn't say that it's better. Yeah, again, it's different, but is it better? I don't know. Now that I drink it more, I think I do like the americano. Just a little bit better without the saltiness. Yeah. Again, I think that's one of those things. So we poured directly out of the portafilter into the yeah. shot of or the, the cup that's of water. That's right. We we technically made long blacks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Yes. The espresso, I love that in coffee there's so many names that are relevant. Like the trier, first crack, second crack, sight class. These things that are so obvious. Yeah. I don't and then we know. make up all these that's words true. for how we I don't even know if, if, if that's actually true. But but everything <laughs> everything that I've read is that a long black is the espresso goes in the water. And an Americano is the water goes in the espresso. But so in this case, you... There's a little bit of a bitter edge on that one. And... You can I would be perfectly, hap again, either one. perfectly happy yep. receiving either one. I have to say, though, presenting-wise, and you'll see this in the photos on the extended show notes, topofthelovesradio.com, that's right, that the Warsaw one looked a lot better. Yeah. And even now that we've had a little bit out of this, you can see that little ring of crema stuck to the outside of it. Yeah, yeah. And The other one does look dirtier, yep. so to speak. <laughs> uh, let's try let's the try cappuccinos. The, let's try the cappuccinos. All right. So, again, pictures will be on the website. We're diving in. I'm doing the, uh, the regular one. No, I made sure to get a sip of, like, the brown stuff oh, yeah. first. The brown stuff. <laughs> get, get the brown stuff. So the, the, uh, the Warsaw Cappuccino has oh, wow. brown foam. Ha! Okay. Now, I guess I'm in for a surprise here. Take that little nubbin off of that creme on that corner. <laughs> the, of the, the nubbin? Of the perfect, nubbin. perfect latte art. <laughs> The um, the re the regular one is like richer to me. I mean, I can get the bitterness. So my oh wow moment on that. Yeah, the Warsaw one tastes a little bit weaker, almost like yeah. it just like the milk and everything you're just too mix up, and that it, actually, it's weird. That's a creating a weird little. It comes uh, off like a like a cafe. No, there's a me. weird little synapses happening right now between the way it felt when it was pouring mm -hmm. and the way it tastes. Like it just doesn't hold that together. Mm -hmm. My oh wow though, this was salty. Tasting that right off the top and that crema oh, yeah, right yeah. off the top. That was salty milk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if this is saying the Warsaw method's better, but I think it might be saying that if you mix your milk first, and we're going to come back to this because I'm just now remembering that our friend Cole McBride posted right. his experience with something similar to this. Okay. And we're going to interview him on a couple of his topics sometime soon. Um, yeah, I feel like... I don't, I don't know if it's taking the crema off, but there's something about getting the crema mixed into the milk... 
earlier so it doesn't quite sit as heavy on the sides well, i think what we've latte. determined so i think what we've determined here is that the crema definitely is salty and bitter yes uh in a cappuccino it apparently adds a lot of uh thickness and body it, uh, to me i think it i was surprised to discover that that i think it's way better with the crema like the non-crema one the is latte itself watery. tastes better yeah 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 um as far as the Americano goes. I would like to readdress that a little bit as far as some of the other variables that go into making quality milk and stuff like that. That's I think true. if you look at the pictures, you'll see the latte art, you can see that there's some slightly different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, do you think that there is there you had more foam in the regular one? Is that a thing? or? It could be. Yeah. The, yeah, I guess pouring is, is a little bit tricky. But uh, as far as the Americano goes, I think the one, the Warsaw one, was sweeter. I think I like it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure it's worth the effort. Right. I think it definitely pointed to the fact that it's something to be considerate of yeah. when you're making your coffee. And I would think that the darker rows, the things that maybe would have potentially more kind of savory mm-hmm. notes in there, certain coffees that have that, it might be more effective to kind of get rid of some of that bitterness on there. And if you have a problem with like bitterness in your French press, well, it might sure, be worth I'm taking I'm not sure it's that, even like, like I, think, I think a lot of people boil this, the Warsaw down to, do you have a problem with bitterness? Right. Honestly, I think it's not necessarily a problem. It's that if you Warsaw your French press, you're going to have a greater clarity of flavor and it's going to be a little bit sweeter. That's not having a problem with bitterness. That's getting more out of your coffee. Right. And so the, I think the it's difference also the with press. the French press, though, the difference with the French press is it's actually part of the brew process, basically, because yeah. you're not plunging through the grounds. Whereas on the espresso, the brew process is already done. We're just taking That's off true. a component out of that coffee. I think what it went with, with the espresso, I think what it's kind of pointing to is that you should really maybe mix your mix your espresso shot take yeah, your demi toss and definitely. stir it yeah. and get that crema mixed in because when you only drink the crema like that aha moment on the latte like when you only drink the crema, crema then you and i wonder if i wonder if that that makes a difference saltiness. with these methods too like do you want to mix your espresso before pouring the milk do you want to mix your espresso before making the the americano right like i don't want to experiment with that right now it's like a lot of little nitty details no but, but i the, this like i just said we're gonna do this with another yeah. episode and we're going to try it out and we're going to interview Cole McBride because okay. there is an element of this that he's been talking about. And if you know who I'm talking about, you can just look on the Facebook page and see um, it. But yeah, I think it's, it's definitely very worth uh, playing around with. If you if you have an espresso machine and you want to play around with it, you know, by all means. Uh, if you like to make French presses, I, I highly recommend trying it at least once. Mm-hmm. See if you like it's it. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's good a, practice. It's fun to... Get another tool adds, in there and the add something process. to your ritual, mm-hmm. um, and maybe you find that you prefer it with the uh, with you know all that stuff in there, and that's totally fine. Obviously. Also, shout out if you uh, completely disagree with us. Yeah, naturally. Or right. if you just like it, someone say hi. Uh, yeah, Joseph at CoffeeLoversRadio.com or Jesse at CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Uh, at the end of our episode, we like to do shout outs. If you'd like to have your shout out in the episode, you want to visit our Patreon. All you got to do is go to CoffeeLoversRadio.com, click that Patreon link. Check it out. It's really fun. There's yeah. a few people that are starting to subscribe, and we have a lot of fun. I mean, I think just the basic tier, yeah. for a dollar a month, you get all sorts of goofy pictures of us, and you get to see a little bit more, and you get some pictures of this, yeah. you get the brew that's guys, our, that's our which is cool. We did, a, we did a whole episode on this, which you can get at coffeeloversradio.com on the main page, too. <laughs> so, we got a shout-out, though, for this episode. Yeah. I mean, I this is my shout out, yeah, because I'm a subscriber to our own podcast, yeah. Because I like to know what I'm getting framed as mm-hmm. <laughs> if I listen to it. <laughs> but you don't listen to it, so I do actually. I oh, do. you do now, yeah. Oh, okay. um, and we actually talked about that in the third crack from last weekish that um, I had to get on to the third crack episodes on your regular podcasting app. 
So check that out if you are a subscriber to our third crack. But if you're not, sometimes you still get a shout out. Yep. So today's shout out is mine to my good friend, Jill. And if you're in Seattle, she's a wonderful woman that owns a couple cafes and is really rocking it in the coffee thing. And she's been spending a lot of time at Conduit and uh, both as a friend, but also learning a lot. And so she's been testing a lot of my challenge, like challenging me with a lot of really great questions about roasting. And it's been a lot of fun. And today, while we were recording this podcast, she did all the dishes, which was probably 60 cups in our tiny little sink. And I'm so grateful of her and people like her in the coffee industry that are participating in really just making this business entirely worthwhile. But I've got a shout out. Shout out to you, Jesse, for that wonderful, (laughs) wonderful Pacific Northwest uh, plaid flannel. I have a confession. I have a confession for you on that. It's not Pendleton. I don't care. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. Click that Patreon link. Warsaw or don't Warsaw. Uh, Let us I, know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely Warsawing my French presses. So that's all I have to say. Good. Now. Well, cheers. cheers, Joseph. Good. This has been Joseph. And Jesse. With Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows. Click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third Crack. Crack!